Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sorry Not Sorry Pickleball Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Callie. This week, we're talking APP, the Boca Raton, New York City Open. It was a ton of fun. We're going to talk all about the highlights from this weekend, some of the bigger moments. But before we get into it, if you guys would not mind subscribing to the show in case you're not already, hitting that like button, sharing the show with your friends. And with that out of the way, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. This is the new and improved forgiveness. I just want to apologize to you again, tell you how I'm sorry I am about the mistake. And if there's anything at all I can do for you, please don't hesitate to ask. Come along, Howard. Time for your lobotomy. All right, well, let's start today's episode by talking about the game that everybody is talking about. Will Sobek defeats Vuk Velichkovic, something like that. Wolf Velichkovic in one of the most incredible matches I've ever seen in any of pickleball. Definitely the best in APP pickleball. If you have time, please, please, please watch this entire match. One of the best from the weekend for sure. Will Sobek is this 18-year-old kid. He's been playing pickleball since I think he was like four years old or something like that, he was saying. And he's playing against this guy, Vuk Velichkovic, who's only been playing for one month. Uh, so kind of an interesting matchup here. Really, the drama all started after game one, as you'll see right here. No paddle tap after game one. And I think Will took that a little bit personal. He ended up coming out in the next game, scoring seven straight points unanswered. Yeah, you don't want to not paddle tap Will Sobek. That's kind of the analysis I've come up with. He ended up taking the second game, too, which means that since he won the two out of three, he's got a double dip, as they call it, and won the tiebreaker one game to 15 right after. The championship tiebreak to 15 was definitely the game to watch in this match. I mean, first off, Will Sobek was down big early on. Wolf Velichkovic had four separate net cords go for points for him. I mean, man, talk about something that's really heartbreaking. Four separate times, a neck cord, resulting in a loss of point. Oh, my gosh. It just seemed like nothing was going Will Sobek's way in this game, which at first was, like, really disappointing because you were kind of rooting for him. Velichkovic had intense energy in this game. I mean, not only was he getting pumped with the crowd, he was screaming so much, even screaming at Will Sobek on this point right here. Fiery. Oh my gosh. He's yelling at Will Sobek here because Will lined up on the wrong side to return it, so it confused Wolf Velichkovic. And then he served it from the wrong side. I mean, I'm sorry, dude. Like, yeah, I get you only been playing for a month. You don't really get how this works, but you can't blame the Will for you serving on the wrong side. And then I love it. Will screams back at him. This is when it started to get really intense. I think it really pumped Will up, and then he started to make his comeback. Now, crucial moment in this match was when Velushkovic called an offensive timeout. This was his last timeout of the game. He used it right here up 13-6, and oh my gosh, did it come to bite him in the ass big time. Apparently, he had been doing this all weekend, and it was working out for him. So, I guess it's his style, but... After the way this match went, I don't think he's going to continue to do this. 
So Will Sobek ended up crawling his way back. I mean, the entire time, the crowd was rooting for Voluchkovic. And then by the end of it, the crowd was like, let's go Will Sobek. I mean, Voluchkovic had championship point on his paddle so many times. And every single time, Will Sobek just kept fighting back. I mean, this would have been a great time to call a timeout if you're Voluchkovic. But he had none because he wasted it. And then Will Sobek ties it up 14-14. And then, of course, Will Sobek pulls off the win. And oh my gosh. How do you not shed a tear when you see this little kid get all emotional like this? Everybody from the APP tour coming out and being like, hell yeah, dude. I mean, look, the Johnson twins, Simone Jardim. And then look, his father, the man that showed him pickleball at four years old. What a moment. Imagine this emotional moment that you got to sign off on the score. Like, oh, yep, let me, uh, yep, that looks good, verified. And then back to crying. Will Sobek gets his first gold on the APP tour. And nobody deserves that more than him. Although I got to say, what is up with his outfit choice? It looks like he spilt paint on himself. Looks like he's a nebula. One of those universe things. Is it tie-dye? I wouldn't say it's tie-dye. I'm not going to lie, I got a little teary-eyed watching this. In that match, in this one for you. Um, most importantly, uh, being in, you know, in the game, just keeping balls in, um, keep the game, you know, keep moving. So I'm just, there's so many emotions right now. Uh, it's my first, you know, my first gold on the APP tour. Um, just want to say thank you guys for supporting me. Uh, are amazing, the New York crowd. Thank you, everyone. Y'all really made the experience worthwhile. So many great shots. I mean, for those light courts in the beginning, though, that was annoying. But uh, <laughs> that was no. Four of them. After the point was over, I just gotta keep my head down, keep focused on every single ball, and just you know, fight myself way out there. You know, if I'm going home, I want to go out fighting as much as I can. So yeah. Congratulations. Okay, not to get corny, but like this is what sports are all about, right? You know, fighting when you're down, feeling like the underdog, unreal. What's crazy is when I saw this matchup first, before I started watching it, I was like, ah, I'm not really excited to watch this. I don't really know who these two guys are. I don't really know about the storylines behind it. You know, and it's singles, so it's like, ah, sometimes it can be a little bit boring. I am so glad that I tuned into this. This was absolutely the best moment of the weekend. All right, next up, let's talk women's singles. Surprise, surprise, look who's here. Salome Davice, everybody's favorite lunch meat. Playing against Megan Fudge. She's been killing it as far as silver medals go, which, spoiler alert, Salome Davice was the winner in this one. You know, it was a pretty close match, even though it only went to two games. Most of this game, I was honestly a little bit distracted by how big Salome Davice's sunglasses are. Those look so oversized. <laughs> how do they not just wobble on her head as she plays? Now, as you guys probably know, Salome Davice has had some controversy with her paddle and whether it's delaminated or not. She ended up passing the test that she had put her paddle through. Although last weekend, we had seen her in the middle of a match. She just switched out her paddle randomly, uh, and she got caught doing it because her paddle didn't get approved before the match. And then all of a sudden, she's now using that other paddle of hers. Um, seems like she was 
purposely switching to a delaminated paddle. She ended up getting caught. I honestly didn't even know about it until I saw this tweet from Leia Jansen. She said, if a player on a timeout switches from an approved paddle to an untested paddle, that said paddle is immediately questioned by a ref slash taken to see the legality upon testing paddle deemed illegal. Shouldn't this player be suspended? Hint, player was involved in the Red Rock paddle gate. She's talking about Salome. And if you go back and watch the tape, we can see that she does switch it out. Watch her right here. She's down 5-3 in the second game. She walks over to the bench, opens up her bag, and pulls out another paddle. The ref is like, what are you doing? And he kind of like checks it real quick. Sneaky, sneaky, salami. Anyways, I guess the point that I'm making is, even though she had her paddle tested and it got approved and whatever, I still don't quite trust her. All right, moving right along. Let's talk about the women's doubles match. We had Simone Jardim and Paris Todd taking on Megan Fudge and Allie. What the fuck is wrong with you? This match was exactly what most of us expected. Simone Jardim and Paris Todd are way too dominant. I honestly can't think of two women in the APP that if they teamed up, they'd be able to beat them. I mean, unless Simone and Paris have like a real bad day. But they're just way too good. I mean, they both should be playing in the PPA. Ali Trong did get a gold medal last APP tournament. And Megan Fudge is always getting silver medals. So it's not like these players are bad or anything. Simone and Paris just have the right chemistry and know exactly how to play everybody in this APP. So they end up winning their sixth gold medal in six tries. Six for six. I mean, honestly, at this point, it's kind of boring to watch women's doubles because we just know that they're going to win. Even though women's doubles is the most exciting type of pickleball game. At this point, though, it's just like, hey, how long could they keep the streak going? Imagine if they went the whole year undefeated. I can't imagine it's easy to play with the same player every single tournament. I mean, personalities clash sometimes, but they seem to get along and... Well, I guess winning gold every single time will help that. Looking forward to seeing who could take them down, and if not, how long their streak could go. All right, next up, let's talk about the men's doubles. This was a great match to watch, too. Andre Diascu has been so dominant. He teamed up with Rob Nunnery, and they took on the Johnson Bros. Johnson Brothers were up in this second game, but they could not close it out. Rob and Andre Diascu came in clutch ended up pulling it back and winning this second game. Nunnery has been killing it too. I mean, he's always making it to the finals. Seems like we're just having the same players kind of make it to the finals on Sunday every single time. I thought this one might go the other way at some points. Johnson brothers are really good, but man, Andre Deescu, how do you bet against this guy? I'm starting to get excited because I think I found a way to remember who is Yates and who is Hunter. Okay, so Hunter wears the black arm sleeve Yates wears the white, like, wristband. And so try to just remember white, 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 why, why. Yates starts with a Y, white, why. Anyways, maybe that might help you at home if you're struggling like I am to remember who the fuck is who. I want to rewind, too. Bronze medal match for the men's doubles. Johnson brothers taking on Sincola and Brendan Long. Oh, Headshot, Hunter's down. Let's see that one more time. John Sincola coming in with the drive. Drop it. Bam! Headshot. He's headhunting Hunter. Oh my gosh, that's got to hurt. At what point do you start wearing glasses with shots like that to your face? 
Let's see that one more time. Sincola. Take that. <laughs> That's the type of stuff that gets you pumped up, though. So I don't know. Maybe that wasn't the best move for Sincola. You know, they end up taking a timeout, and then they came back and won this one. This match was really fun to watch, too. Sincola and Brandon Long, not quite good enough to make it past them, but I think if they keep working together, they might find themselves in a championship Sunday really soon. Also, is it? can we just say it's official that Paris Todd is dating Hunter? I mean, it just seems obvious at this point, right? Are we allowed to talk about it yet? Not that it's a big deal. Who cares about their business? But, like, I don't know. It just seems fairly obvious to anybody with eyes. All right, moving on to the last and final match from Championship Sunday, the mixed finals. We had Rob Nunnery and Suzanne Barr taking on Simone Jardim and Stefan Auvern. This weekend has been kind of the first time I've been watching Auburn. He's pretty good, and he's a lefty. So it's a great matchup to have with Simone Jardim. This match was real close, and it ended up getting into a tiebreaker for the 15-point game to see who the winner was. It seemed like this one came down to a lot of details. This game was played later in the day, so the Shadows ended up playing a huge factor in this. I mean, I mean watch this point right here. Suzanne Barr just misses it. And apparently she's saying that the lights were starting to get into play with the sun and the shade. So she asked the ref, she's like, can we turn these lights on? While we're on the subject, this court was not great for pro pickleball. I mean, there's like seams running through it. At one point in the men's singles, the court literally popped up. I mean, I would be so frustrated if I had to play in a court like this. How do you trust that? At one point in the match too, you could just hear jet planes flying over so loudly. I mean, how is that not a hindrance? <laughs> they literally like, hold up, hold up. We can't play like this. F-16's flying. <laughs> I mean, it's just so loud. You have to like stop playing at that point, right? I mean, they just powered through it, but I can't imagine that's easy. <laughs> and then they come back. He goes, this one's not as low. <laughs> and then it's like the loudest one. I mean, at some point you got to just be like, are we under attack? Why are there so many military planes flying around here? So anyways, my point just being that this court kind of sucked to have a professional pickleball tournament on. They made it work. In this gold medal match, they ended up getting the lights on. Everybody was happy about it. And maybe that did help. Suzanne Barr out because she ended up pulling it together. So Suzanne Barr and Rob Nunnery end up taking gold, pulling it off. One of their first on the year. Little controversy too because Simone Jardim, as you'll see at the end of this point right here, look what she does to her paddle. Smacks it on the ground. She even says something to the ref. Like, hey, I'm playing with a broken paddle here. What am I supposed to do? I think that may have to do with this conversation right here at the end. Looks like Rob's talking to her about something else. Not sure what it was. Possibly about that broken paddle. Rob said something to her about it. And then it looks like Simone ends up saying something to the ref. I'm sure we'll hear more about it as the week goes on, but not really too sure about what happened there. But either way, it seems like it was quickly moved on from. Congrats to Rob Nunnery and Suzanne Barr on their gold medal.
Well, that is going to do it for the coverage of our APP, Boca Raton, New York City Open, which is kind of a confusing name. Boca Raton, New York City? Where's Boca Raton? It's not played there. Is that a hotel or something? Anyways, before we head out of here, let's play everybody's favorite game, Partner, Body Bag, Winner Off the Net, where I'm going to have three different pickleball players, and I'm going to choose which one I would partner with, which one I would body bag, and which one I would hit a winner off the net. All right, so I just had three names texted to me. First one, Rob Nunnery. Second, Simone Jardim. And the third, Will Sobeck, winner of the men's singles gold medal this match. All right, so who am I going to partner with, who am I going to body bag, and who am I going to hit a winner off the net? Rob Nunnery, Simone Jardim, and Will Sobeck. Well, I think if I hit a winner off the net for Simone, she's going to react like she did in that last match. She's going to smash her paddle and break it and then not replace it, which means it could be a good move. I could probably end up beating her, which would be a real good thing to have under my belt, a win against Simone Jardim. Now that leaves me with who do I want to partner with and who do I want to body bag? You know, Will Sobeck doesn't even play doubles, I'm pretty sure. And if he does, obviously he's not very good. Rob Nunnery is really good at doubles. So I think you just have to partner with him. But then that means I'm going to body bag Will Sobeck? God, oh, man, I don't really feel good about that. Well, I guess when you consider his outfit choice, that, that, that'll justify it with your Nebula shirt. Yeah, I mean, look at that thing. I would body bag anybody wearing that. I mean, if you show up to open play wearing something like that, I'm definitely going to want to body bag you. So there we go. Going to partner with Rob Nunnery. Going to body bag Will Sobeck. And I'm going to hit a winner off the net with Simone Jardim. All right. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for watching. If you haven't already, hit that like button. Subscribe to the show. Share this with your friends. Next week, we're back to the PPA. We got the golden ticket, the Selkirk Texas Open. That'll be a fun one. So make sure you tune back in next week to see that episode. Once again, thanks for watching this week. We'll see you back soon. Take care. Forgiveness. Forgiveness.